It is a huge football Friday. Drama in Dallas with the Cowboys. Head coach Mike McCarthy had comments about Dak Prescott. Now keep in mind, earlier on in the week, Jerry Jones had comments that Mike McCarthy had to dispute. Things are getting spicy. And how about the Bills and the Dolphins? Maybe the biggest game or one of the biggest games on the weekend? Will the winner decide the best team in the NFL? But also, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, two sure-fire Hall of Famers. But... Who needs a win? More. Things are getting good. Welcome to Speak. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. That is the one and only Dave Hellman, NFL insider, Joy Taylor, and 252 Live Shady, LaShawn McCoy, Eagles all-time rushing leader. But let's start in Denver with the Broncos taking on the 49ers. We all saw week one, Russell Wilson, when he got booed in Seattle, his former team. Then week two, Russell Wilson, when he got booed in Denver, his current team will enter week three. Russell Wilson taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And what in the world can Russell Wilson prove? Because, boy, does he have a lot to prove. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett has been doing him absolutely no favors. But his former coach Pete Carroll was willing to let him go. His former teammate Richard Sherman, first ballot Hall of Famer, is saying when Russell Wilson cooks, he burns down the kitchen. So Russ has a lot on the line week three. I would go as far as to say his reputation is on the line against the San Francisco 49ers because if his former coach didn't want him, his former team doesn't love him, his current team is booing him, then golly, Russell Wilson, you better remind the entire world who it is that you are. And you can do it on Sunday night primetime television. Shady McCoy, do I got to come to you, big dog? Okay. You did a lot in your career for several different teams. You won two Super Bowls. You know what it is to have a huge reputation. So let's talk about Russell Wilson's. Is his reputation on the line this Sunday versus 49ers? Hell yeah. And if somebody says no, they're lying. Listen, when everybody talked about how Russell was going to the Broncos, it was big hype. It was big attention. Like, oh, my God, they have a chance. Maybe a Super Bowl. All the young players they have, all the defense. And now it's like you struggle against the Texans. You struggle against the Seahawks? Them guys are not good. Then Sunday night, you got a chance to go out there and get your respect back, to get your reputation back. Because it's Russell. All your old teammates talking bad about Doggy. you. Can he play? Ugh. Can he play? Is he the same? Can he cook? I'll give you a quick story. When I got traded from Philadelphia to the Bills, yes, right, sir. they made me the highest paid running back. <laughs> felt good. Felt good. But I didn't have a great start off. And I started hearing the whispers in the papers, in the newspaper. Is he really that good? Is he falling off? The same thing that's going on with Russ. What did I do? I picked it up. I came through in a primetime game and gave him crazy work to let everybody know I'm still that guy. So, Russ, remind everybody, you're still that guy. The first thing you spent when you became the highest-paid running back for the Bills, was it the two chains? No. Was that this, the first purchase? Oh, this is light. No, no, no. <laughs> that's light. This was it light. the watch? This is light. No, 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 no. That's, then, Joy, I don't know what's heavy. Um, anyway, Joy, <laughs> let, me, let me come to you. Uh, though Shady may have already indicted you as a liar. because he said that oh, if any, you know, I, don't, I don't like being called a liar, Shady. Joy, is Russell Wilson's reputation on the line this Sunday? No, I think the Broncos' reputation is on the line on like Sunday. Like that? When you have a resume that precedes you, when you have a team and multiple teams that are interested in trading multiple picks and making big efforts to get you, when you have a Super Bowl ring, when you have the credentials that Russell Wilson has, you don't have to go out there in week three and have a spectacular game to keep your reputation. If you feel so or think so little of Russ already, then you probably didn't think much of him to begin with. And there are people out there that don't think that much of Russell Wilson. I think they're wrong, but... It doesn't matter because he has the ring. He has the accomplishments. You can't take that away from him. 
What the Broncos have is no identity. Mm -hmm. So the Broncos as a whole, Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, and the rest of the team need to come out with a statement game, a clean game, no goofy penalties, no weird mishaps by the coaching staff. They need to look good in this game. That doesn't mean kicking the Niners' ass. It just means going out and getting a good, solid, convincing win that you feel good about moving forward. They have won a game. It was a messy game. Mm -hmm. We didn't like how it looked, but a win is a win. There is no asterisk next to it that says, uh, well, we didn't really like how this one went. So to me, it's less about Russ's reputation and the Broncos as a whole because Russ's reputation to me is already solidified. If they lose, if they do in fact lose, because you've told us what they need to do, they need to win, they need to clarify their identity, they need to clean up the penalties, the Broncos need to do a whole bunch of stuff. But say they don't, then what? Well, then they have a lot of work to do, um, probably more work than I even thought that they had to do. But again, I did not think this was going to be a turnkey situation in Denver. I expected Russ to elevate this team. We've been talking about this team as a contender or a possible contender just being a quarterback away for a long time. But having a new first-time head coach matters. There is a whole other side of the ball. There are moving parts on every aspect of the game. He doesn't clearly have the experience to step in right now and make big-time head coaching decisions on the fly in the moments. We've seen that. Them being an undisciplined team, I think, is, is a reflection of coaching. When you get to that level of penalties, that to me means that there's a lot of discipline levels that are not being hit within the organization. So I didn't expect this to be, again, what happened with Matthew Stafford, what happened with Tom Brady. This is a situation that is more unstable, and it's not all on Russ to right the ship. Dave, you've covered a very polarizing quarterback. You covered Dak Prescott, maybe the most polarizing quarterback in all of football over the last five years. Dak Prescott's reputation, outside of Russell Wilson, probably the most in flux. So you know a whole lot, and you spent a whole lot of time about covering quarterbacks whose reputations are up in the air. Is Russell Wilson's reputation on the line on Sunday? The short answer is yes, although I think, I think there's valid points on both sides here. Joy is totally right that what Russell Wilson has done for his career is solidified, right? Like, he's going to have a case to go into the Hall of Fame regardless of what happens here in Denver. But this is a reactionary league, and it's not just those of us on TV that do that. Like, that is the nature of this thing. I'm glad you mentioned Dak. I had a, when, when I heard we were going to talk about this, I had a vivid memory of 2020. Cowboys played the Seahawks week three, and Dak and Russell Wilson were, don't laugh at me, but they were in the center of the MVP conversation. They were both balling out. Russell Wilson, as recently as 2020, was considered that dude. It was Rodgers, Mahomes, and then right after those two, you're probably talking about Russ. And through no, really no true fault of his own, he got hurt last year. He has fallen way the hell out of that mm -hmm. conversation. These are, these are his numbers from 2019 and 2020. Seahawks went 23-9. and nine. He threw 71 touchdowns to 18 picks. He was averaging 4,000 yards a year. Last year was his first season with a losing record. Mm. And that's how quickly it can turn. Because what's happened since then? Joe Burrow yep. has risen up to be that Justin guy. Herbert. Justin Herbert yep. has risen up to be that guy. Lamar Jackson was already good when Russ was balling. But you get my point. Like, all of a sudden, all these new guys are in the conversation. It's on Russell Wilson to keep himself in that conversation. Because right now, he's not. Let me do you one further. And uh, our stats guys in the back's ears are going to perk up when I say this. Hopefully, it is indeed accurate. If I'm not mistaken... There were 10 quarterbacks ahead of Russell Wilson on the NFL Top 100. Now, not all players give a lot of credence to that list. Sometimes we're in the cafeteria just circling, circling, circling here. Y'all take the list. But with that being said, 
There were 10 quarterbacks ahead of Russell Wilson on the NFL's top 100 as voted on by Russell Wilson's peers. So, Shady, I'm more on your side in regards to Russell Wilson's reputation is in flux as it pertains to former athletes. Joy, as it pertains to media, I'm with you. Russ, first ballot Hall of Famer, check, check, yeah. check, check, check. Yeah. But when you listen to his former teammates, not even Richard Sherman, I don't know if y'all saw K.J. Wright, an integral piece of the Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl winning defense. K.J. Wright, a solid player, he came out to Twitter this week and was like, Russell Wilson always got preferential treatment. So at least within former NFL players and current NFL players, Russ's rep is in question. Shady, if Russ goes out there and struggles... Does that condemn his reputation in totality? Or are you now like antennas up? Maybe Russ wasn't all that good. Well, first of all, Russ is a, is a great player, right? He has his resume. Championships, a lot of wins, a lot of stats, like they've talked about. But it's all about what have you done for me lately, True. right? You can go out there and have all these yards. And Patrick Mahomes can do so many great things back then. But if you don't play well now, is he still the same? So, yes, it matters. His reputation is on the line because guys like myself, K.J. Wright, Richard Sherman, like, guys you playing with. They gave you 240, bro. Hey, man, you, you putting up three, nine, three, six, nine points. You, what's going on? So the reputation is bigger than just the media. It's the guys in, in your inner circle. It's the guys in the locker room. It, it matters. This game really matters. Roy, how long is he safe? Because I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't fully disagree with it. He has a nine-year healthy sample size of ball and a 10-year career of ball. And Russell Wilson and I went into the NFL draft together. I've been on TV for five, six years now, and he's still been balling. So I get it. He's been great for so long. But how long does he have until even you, who's giving him the benefit of the doubt, are kind of like, wait a second now, Russ. Maybe it was that defense. I, I don't think I don't I don't think it was just that defense all of those years in Seattle. I know that because the past few years in Seattle, the defense has been bad, Long and gone. he has been elevating them. Uh, also, not to derail it, but don't don't doesn't the quarterback generally get preferential treatment everywhere he goes? Yes, yeah, <laughs> to. franchise quarterback. Yes. Uh, all that aside, if this season ends up being a disaster, meaning you don't have a winning season, I will be concerned deeply about what Russell Wilson can do. Because while I do think that it might take a little time to right the ship, we've talked about this when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Shady talked about it. Really before the bye, it was a little choppy. They needed some time to assess things, see what Tom liked, and they made they rightfully made the adjustment. Russ, I think, is in a similar situation. Now, again, the difference is you had a veteran head, not only a veteran head coach, a veteran coaching staff there. That's true. So those kind of things are easier to adjust when people know what it takes to win and are willing to recognize we can win if we all collaborate. I don't know if that's the situation in Denver. On the other side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to be making mm. his first start of the season. If you all recall, Trey Lance, who the 49ers spent three first-round picks on, started this season, even though Jimmy Garoppolo took the Niners to an NFC Championship game last year. Trey Lance, broken leg, out for season. Enter Jimmy G. He has to, to some degree in my mind, be playing to prove that he belongs as a starter in the National Football League. Jimmy Garoppolo, you can prove that. Once again, that is what you have at stake, showing the world that you are indeed a starter and Trey Lance should not have been playing ahead of you. And if Trey Lance does come back and take your spot, you'll be starting elsewhere. But, Shady, when you look at Jimmy G, a man who you played in the Super Bowl, the biggest game of all games, of yeah. all sports. <clears throat> when you look at Jimmy G, what does he have on stake this Sunday against Russell Wilson? It's, it's a proving game for him. Like, listen, you, you guys, 
I took you to the playoffs. I took you to the Super Bowl. That wasn't good enough. You went out there, you gave up three first-rounders for a quarterback to take over my job. Then you make me the backup, right? Now that, that Trey Lance is hurt, now I'm back and I'm being a starter again. It seems like all the players kind of got what they wanted. So now it's a prove-it time. Like, look, I'm going to make, make sure my guys know, like, this is what you wanted, this is what you got. I'm here for the long haul. He has to show up, man. Now, Joy, we know your belief is that at the end of the day, it's Trey Lance's job. Three first-round picks, that's what they gave up for Trey Lance. Trey needs to play. You've invested way too much capital in Trey Lance. How dare you not play him? Is there anything that Jimmy G can do for the rest of the season, but starting this Sunday, that might somehow keep Trey Lance and all those first-round picks at bay? Yeah, there's one thing he can do. Well, two things, I guess. I suppose if he won a league MVP, they'd have to consider him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's in the stars. Uh, uh, he'd have to win a Super Bowl. He'd have to win a Super Bowl. That's what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. So, in my opinion, there's literally nothing at stake. He's the starter. There's, this is it. Trey Lance is not on the bench. He's injured. He's, yeah. not, he's not looming over him. There's no scenario where Trey Lance comes back for this season. So, it's Jimmy Garoppolo's job. We've already seen what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. With, with this team, we know what he is. Please throw the ball, Jimmy, in big games. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a winning quarterback. I would not have made this move for Trey Lance. I would have put things around Jimmy to help elevate him. If you can get us to the Super Bowl and be one throw away from winning the Super Bowl, I would have leaned more into that. Now, he does have an injury problem, as we know. But other than that, this is, this is Jimmy's team for the rest of the year. I don't think he needs to prove anything on Sunday. I, I don't like disagreeing with you, Joy, but you I have do. to. I'm, I'm about to. How's okay. that, Shady? Okay. How's okay. that? Okay. All right. Okay. I think a lot is at stake for, for Jimmy because this is an extended job audition. Like, somebody's always watching in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with Joy that his future doesn't lie in San Francisco, but I assume he doesn't want to retire when this is all over, and I assume he doesn't want to be a backup again. He's got to play well. He's got to play better than what we typically associate with Jimmy G because – 31 other, well, maybe not 31, but any team that has a quarterback need is looking at this guy saying, see worth paying market value or even close to market value? Are we going to turn on the tape in January and February and say, oh, yeah, like he played pretty well against the Broncos, but man, there was a three-game stinker in October. No, like that's, that stuff matters. He's got to play incredibly well. I don't think he can salvage his future in San Francisco. There's a lot of other places his career can take him if he plays well, though. Yeah, they already did right. that this offseason, and everyone Nobody said <laughs> Phenomenal conversation. I cannot wait to watch what happens there. But also, can somebody get to Dallas immediately? Because there is so much drama going on with the Cowboys. Owner and general manager Jerry Jones, he had comments about Dak Prescott saying that he might lose his job. But head coach Mike McCarthy, he had comments about Jerry Jones' comments. Oh, and I can't oh. believe what Mike McCarthy said. We're going to tell you about all the drama in Dallas when we return. It's getting crazy. Ice in Dallas, huh? Welcome back, y'all. My heart broke for joy as her Steelers lost last night to the Cleveland Browns. Mitch Trubisky held to zero touchdown passes. But remember, the Steelers drafted a first-round pick at quarterback, America. So why not start him? Well, here's Coach Tomlin on it. Speak up, Coach. Can't hear you. I'm not in that mindset. Um, I'm interested in reviewing this tape and looking at the totality of it and figuring out how we collectively get better. So the answer to that question is definitively no. Whoa. Coach, I know, uh, not Coach, uh, Joy, I know you love you some Coach Tomlin. I love Coach Tomlin. What's your reaction to Tomlin sticking with Mitch? Yeah, I really hope Coach Tomlin, upon retirement, many, many years from now, comes and works here with us. He's the best soundbite in the league. But 
Come on, Shady. It's Kenny time. Where do you go to school at? Pitt. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. Enough of this. If you're going to lose an uninspiring fashion, you might as well have the rookie out there. Yeah. You know I preach about this all the time, starting young guys. I didn't have a problem with them bringing in Trubisky as a bridge guy before they drafted the Kenny. Yeah, right, right. But you got to play the young guy. you got to see what you have in him. If you're going to lose to the Browns, which nothing puts me in a worse mood than losing to the Browns, and I don't mean that with any respect. I know that's your team. You got to put Kenny out there. Right. Punt, three and out, three and out, three and out. Punt, field goal, fumble into the end zone. Okay, I'm, be I'm, get I'm becoming a worse football player as you read off what happened with the, with the Steelers Terrible. offense. Okay, speaking of quarterback controversies, let's head to Dallas, of all places. Okay, Dak Prescott, he was in practice. Remember, America, he fractured his thumb. Might be out six to eight weeks, but let Jerry Jones tell it. Dak Prescott might return yesterday. Anyway, he's out right now, not taking any snaps in practice, but was seen handling the football, throwing a training ball. And yesterday, owner Jerry Jones made some ridiculous comments that you just have to listen to. Take a listen. So you'd want that? You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush, played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get there. So let me paint the picture for you. Dak Prescott, $160 million Dak Prescott, fractures his thumb out there fighting for Jerry Jones' Dallas Cowboys. Undrafted Cooper Rush starts last week. He wins. Jerry says, of course, he would want a controversy. But head coach Mike McCarthy is like, pump the brakes on the controversy. Y'all take a listen to what McCarthy had to say. You know, clearly everybody in our locker room and, and everybody in the building, Jerry included, you know, Dak is our quarterback, and we want Cooper to be as successful as possible. So I, I think it stops right there. I was shocked. Yeah. Huh? I, I, was sho I was shocked when shout I heard out, this. Shout out I, my guy, I, Mike. I have never heard such utter disrespect from a head coach trying to usurp not just an owner. Jerry Jones is just an owner. An $8 billion owner. If you try to usurp somebody in the Yacho household, you getting reprimanded. CPS would be called if they was allowed to be called, but they wouldn't get called. You getting reprimanded when you try to usurp an adult in the Yacho household. But Mike McCarthy tried to do that in the Cowboys Child. household. He did. Shady, was Mike McCarthy's comments, commenting on Jerry Jones's comments out of line? Out of line, for sure. First of all, it's Jerry Jones, right? Like, Mike McCarthy, I mean, he's okay. He's not Jerry Jones. He keep this up, I'll tell you what. What's going to happen? Sean Payton will be in that seat. It's a respect level. See, if Sean Payton says something like that, it's more respectful. Like, you think Mike McCarthy will lose his job? He's gone. If he keeps this up. You can't talk to Jerry Jones like that. He runs the, he calls the shots and runs the plays. Look, call down there. Look, I, I want Zeke to get more touches. Zeke going to get more touches. True. Whatever he says goes. Ooh. How dare Mike McCarthy talk to him like that? Whatever he says goes and whoever he says go goes as well. Listen, am I Mike, am I Mike Evans' voice? Don't talk to me like that. I'm going to say it like that. Can't believe that. Where do you want to go first? Because I feel like, I mean, we, we, we can both what? do the same yeah. thing right here. Are you kidding me? You gave up the game, Was McCarthy Ocho? out of line? Was McCarthy no! out of line? You gave Man. up the game. You, you said it yourself. Jerry Jones' comments were ridiculous. Mike McCarthy knows that. By the way, I'm about to say something unpopular. I don't know if Mike McCarthy's as good of a coach as Sean Payton. He's not. He's got the same resume. He's got the what same. He's got the same resume. So you don't. You, th you, don't you don't think see, Sean Payton? I hate when they do this. Girl. You don't think Sean Payton would 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 rein that in? Good on Mike. That's why Mike McCarthy's there. Jerry Jones did not want to fire Jason Garrett unless they could get a coach with a resume 
and the yeah. moxie True. to stand up to him. And that's True. exactly what Mike McCarthy did. He said, hold on a second. I've got a franchise quarterback. I don't need to entertain this any further. But and Jerry I appreciate him for but it. But Jerry, Troy, you've said this before time and time again, both on The Herd before this show and now on this show. Jerry doesn't like being stood up to. You know Jimmy Johnson well. Um, you know Jimmy Johnson very well, maybe over 20 or however many years. I'm not going to age you. I've learned. Well, it's, fine. Learned. it's on Google. Um, 35. You, you know Jimmy Johnson well. Do you think Mike McCarthy was out of line for trying to clap back or bark back at Jerry Jones? No. I think this is the fundamental issue with the Dallas Cowboys. It is a big part of my philosophy on why they don't win in the postseason. Tell them, Joy. They are the wealthiest organization in sports because of Jerry Jones. And they are what they are in the postseason simultaneously because of Jerry Jones. If this was happening at any other organization, we get, we get conditioned to thinking things are normal, right? We have normalized this behavior with the Cowboys. It's not normal. What's another organization in sports where the owner is also the GM who will call down and say Zeke needs to get more touches? That's right. That's right. Who will go to the media and say something like this? And we wouldn't be roasting them for being dysfunctional. It's only the Dallas Cowboys. And that's why Mike McCarthy said what he said. And to your point about Sean Payton, and I'm not in no way speaking for Sean Payton, so I'll speak for myself. If I was Sean Payton, I'm not tolerating a word of this if I am the Dallas Cowboys head coach. If I'm to take this position as the coach of America's team, I'm the big dog in the house, period. Nobody else talks. Mm. Nobody else has an opinion. Nobody yep. picks up a phone yep. and tells me what to do on this football field. The checks are signed. The facilities are paid for. That's it. All the radio shows stop. All of that is done. So that's where I think Mike McCarthy didn't have the juice <gasps> where someone like Sean might. Because Mike McCarthy does have a championship. He does. He does. I don't know that he's made all the best decisions in Dallas, but let's not act like he didn't have a very nice season quite recently. Okay, oh. didn't end didn't end the way we wanted to. Didn't end any different than than uh, the Packers season did. We're not talking about the, the coach getting up out of there. We're not talking about what's going on in the in, in, are being made. in Packer lands. But we made. are about the Cowboys. Quick, Why though. is that? Real quick, I I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I think Mike McCarthy just laminated his pink slip. If y'all remember what lamination is, uh, lamination keeps something from going bad. I think he just laminated his pink slip because when you sign on to be the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, you don't sell your soul, but you sell your pride, you sell your ego, you sell your voice, and you sell your ability to talk back. Mike McCarthy... When you lied to Jerry Jones to get this job because you did say that you were in the basement studying all of these game tape, and then after you got the job, you came back and said, now you were lying about that, or at least exaggerating. That's right. You knew what you was doing by getting this job. You didn't have other opportunities. So, Mike, I got to be honest with you, Coach McCarthy, if I can call you such, you've lost the rights to talk back to Jerry Jones because it comes in the fine line of the job description for being a Dallas Cowboys coach. From what I recall, two coaches have tried to talk back to Jerry Jones and it did not go so well. The great Jimmy Johnson and the great Bill Parcells. Those are the two coaches that have really, over the course of Cowboys history in the last 25 years, have tried to buck back, 30 years, buck back at Jerry Jones, and we saw how that ended for both of those coaches. Go ahead, Dave. You know, like, you might not be wrong. I've, been, I've gone on the record multiple times saying, like, I don't think this season's going to go so well for Mike McCarthy. And if that's the case, good on him for doing it on his terms. Then. He <laughs> says, y'all didn't build me a very good team. You expect better results with lesser personnel. I don't have that. 
Now I don't have my starting quarterback. Now you're trying to tell me that might not be a good thing, even though we were all here in 2020 to see what that looked like, by the way. At the very least, if he's in trouble, good on you, Mike. He's a Pittsburgh guy. He's going he's gonna to say his piece, and I appreciate it. But also, to everything that you just said, which is exactly accurate, that's part of my philosophy on the Cowboys and why they're not successful. Because you can't clap back at Jerry. Jerry does want to be the, the, the last say. He, the buck does stop mm -hmm. with him. And what has that produced? What does it produce, Dave? A lot of TV talk show segments. What does it produce on the field, Dave? Dollars. Three playoff no wins. wins. In how long? 26 years. That is a long time. <laughs> But what's the, okay, let, now let's get to the crux of the issue that no other show will probably really talk about. But Dave, I have you here to talk about it. Enjoy, you have the boldness to talk about it. Shady, you know I have the insight to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Okay. Jerry Jones cares about making money yeah. more than winning games. So if I care more about making money than winning games, then I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to set my coach up. Coach, you're just going to do what I tell you, and I don't need you to do anything further. Joy made a brilliant point eight minutes ago when she said this. We've normalized wild ownership behavior. Do y'all realize roughly 10 days ago when Dak Prescott broke his thumb, maybe it was 17 days ago when Dak broke his thumb, Jerry Jones, the owner and GM, <clears throat> told the media how long Dak would be out before the head coach knew. Mm -hmm. And Mike McCarthy couldn't do nothing about it. So what I am saying is very simple. Jerry cares most about making money. Mike McCarthy, you know what you signed up for. And Mike McCarthy, though, Joy, can't be mad about it because he lied to get the job anyway. Oh, I'm not. That's fine. All that's fine. But if, I, if I'm hip to the game, don't expect me to keep following down. I know what the game is now. So the Cowboys are not contenders. I'm not going to talk about you in a serious fashion if at the same time you expect me to praise what is really happening, which is a pitch. Was Mike McCarthy wilding, though, since he knows the game no, as well? No. If you know the game. No, because, because Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl ring. So regardless of how you think he got it or whatever, it's fine. You're not giving it back. Woo. He won that, it's, it's, and that is, that is a wait fact. Wait a second, though. Joy, wait, wait, real quick. Because Joy, Joy's a doctor. You're a doctor, right? I am, correct. Um, Dr. Joy but Joy. if you tried to walk into a operating room with other doctors. No, okay, stop. No, I am my not point. a medical doctor. a wild doctor. analogy. I can already tell this is a wild doctor. analogy. Here's my point. It's not the same thing. Here's my point. Because I was making a joke with yours, but now I'm going to use realism. Um, you know neurosurgeons will think of themselves drastically different than PhD doctors. Both are doctors. But medical doctors think of themselves at a higher capacity than PhD doctors. I know because I got a family of PhD doctors, I got a family of medical doctors. They think of themselves differently. Head coach Mike McCarthy, though he has a Super Bowl, I don't know if he can think of himself as three-time Super Bowl champ owner Jerry Jones. Like, I don't think they're on the same playing field. Shady, what, did you, what did you say earlier? Well, what have you done for me lately? Uh, but hold up. So, yeah, yeah, I think that Jerry wants to win. He, he's a successful... I wonder, he wants I to win. Think, I think Jerry I think he wants to Jerry win. Jerry Jones wants to win but he very doesn't want, much. But he doesn't want to win more than he wants to do things the way I, I, he wants to do Not at the expense of doing it the way that he wants to do it. I think they draft great players. I think they trade some players. I think he wants to win. That's, that's his thing. For example, like, Mike McCarthy, like, we can all agree. He's, is he a good coach? I don't think so. He don't no. Be a great coach. Oh, no. 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 Nah. It does. Come on. So... Bad coaches can't talk crazy to the owner. I didn't say he was a bad coach. I didn't he's not, a, he's a, not a good coach. He did so many crazy stuff I last year. I agree. I agree. Mike McCarthy. He's the only coach that be losing the game and have all his timeouts. 
But if if Jerry if Jerry wanted to win, he's, do you think he's doing things that are putting the Cowboys in position to win? If you truly believe he wants to win, I think he wants to win. I think he tries hard to, for for his team to win. I just think that he has, they have a bad coach and he's out of there. Sean Payton's gonna be a new coach. Here's my question. Sean, Sean they're gonna get more of the same with here's, Sean. No, 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 they're not. Here's, it's different respect here's levels. Here's my question though. Thank you for saying that. Here's my question though. If this was about winning, then why does Jerry? habitually hire people he can push around. Mm. When you're a great leader, you you delegate to people who do things better than you do them. Jerry wants to be involved in every part of the organization, which is his prerogative as an owner, of course. But he is not a better head coach than Mike McCarthy is a head coach. Let me ask you this, though, Joy. Because oh. though, though you hire people and you do want to delegate, eventually you know if something's being done wrong, who you want to step him? in. True, but I'm saying this. You might hire an assistant, and I don't know if you recently have or have not, but if you hire an assistant, which you did indeed hire, you might be like, hey, I don't like how you did this. You might hire a publicist, but you might be like, you know what? Why are you going to this media outlet instead of that media outlet? You might hire a social media coordinator, yeah, but, but you still they, might they, be like, I know that, some different those things. Those are small things. We're talking about a partnership. We're talking about a business partner. We're talking about someone who should know more about what they do than you do about what they do. Head coaching and owning a team are two different things. It doesn't matter how long you've done But does it them. exclude Jerry Jones from his ability to insert his opinion and no, say, you know he, what, I want to rush the And he doesn't, and he, does it, and he will. I think he, I, I think he does, too. He, he doesn't is. know every, how to coach every a owner, team. First of all, every owner has a lot of input. In Buffalo, right, we, um, our owner wanted to get Patrick Mahomes. They didn't get him. What happened? That GM, he got Fired. Ooh. Fired. It happens all the time. They're involved. They might not be behind the curtain. That's a, like, that's a really interesting point, though, because who doesn't ever get fired for the Cowboys' missteps at anything? I mean, well, when your owner and your general manager, I mean, like, and look, Jerry Jones has earned that right if he wants to. It just hasn't gotten him anywhere. Yeah, huh? no one's saying it's not Jerry's right to do this. I'm just saying if you do something the same way <clears> for 25 <throat> years and it produces the same results, you might be doing it. The, right, the wrong way. I don't feel like that's an outrageous statement. I don't even so think you can say Mike the same back. He, he won some championships back then, right? It was the three? Yeah. Three of them. And they was, they was the truth. They was, they was the guys. Yeah. He's running the same way. What's the difference now? Jimmy was, Johnson is the difference. A lot. Well, the Jimmy Johnson, the salary Man, cap. I mean, Jimmy Johnson is bigger. Larry Allen. I'm sure, I'm sure he's on the same thing. Jimmy Johnson. There's a lot of things that's different, to be honest with you. Jimmy is the difference. We've got to talk about a different topic coming up next because Tua Tungavailoa had a Dolphins record last week, and that's the Dolphins franchise that has quarterbacks like Dan Marino in its history. But he has to face maybe his toughest matchup of the season. That's round one against the Buffalo Bills. Can the Dolphins change our opinion of just how great they are? Are they the NFL? Surprise team of the year. That's next. Peace. Welcome back, family. One of the biggest games of the weekend. The Miami Dolphins currently 2-0, surprising the world. And the Buffalo Bills, no surprise at all, 2-0. But here's the secret. The Buffalo Bills are down both of their starting cornerbacks and their starting safety. So Miami Dolphins fans, America... The Dolphins can spring the upset, but how can it occur? They have to manipulate the young cornerbacks for the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to show you the one way the Miami Dolphins can beat the Bills if they miscommunicate. Against the Ravens last week against the Dolphins, the two safeties for the Ravens, they're first-year players for the Ravens. One's a rookie, one's his first time there. They miscommunicate, both guarding the same tight end. What does that do? 
That allows Tua Tungavailoa to realize, wait, if y'all are both guarding Jalen Waddle, there is nobody in the other half field where that huge vacancy is like this safety. Tua identifies that. He identifies the miscommunication, and you see an easy touchdown for the Miami Dolphins. I think the Dolphins can spring the upset. And Dolphins fans, if you catch Bills defenders looking like this, you will spring the upset. Once that is done, they will change the opinion of the world, and it starts this weekend. Joy Taylor, you are the resident Miami Dolphins fan. You gave out T-shirts at the – no, you gave out Dolphins jerseys at the start of the week. You remember that? She took it back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't really get I thought her brother signed it. I, I, I thought know. she did, too. So <laughs> Joy starts off this week handing out, you get a jersey, you get a jersey, you get a jersey. It was Joy's Oprah moment. And then we had to give yeah. them all back. Um, anyway, Joy, will this weekend change your opinion on the Dolphins? I think depending on how this game goes, it very well could. Now, I say this with a lot of trauma <laughs> because I've seen the Dolphins have strong starts to seasons in the past and it hasn't quite ended up the way that we projected them to. But I am hoping that this is a different situation. Obviously, I speak from a lot of experience as a Dolphins fan that you guys don't have to speak from. <laughs> so you don't have to be as apprehensive as I am. But I, I love that this game is this weekend. I love that the Dolphins and Bills are playing this weekend off of the wins that they both had. Because not only is it a division game, but it is really a great it's a great measuring game for where both of them really are. Because if the Bills beat the Dolphins convincingly on the road, I think that that will separate the Bills from the rest of the AFC. If the Dolphins are able to beat the Bills, I think that that will change the opinion that a lot of people have about where this organization really is. Because even after the win last week, and in some ways it is fair because it was an extreme stat line for Tua. I mean, six touchdowns is an extreme stat line for any quarterback. People aren't necessarily convinced that that's what the Dolphins really are. To me, that win last week was even more impressive than a blowout win. Because when a team can be down during a game or even during a game and come back from a deficit, that shows me that you, one, make adjustments, that you have good coaching, and that you're able to come together. You're really a team. You don't let the despair set in. You don't let the, you know, uh, well, whatever it's out of reach set in. So it was a great win for the Bills, obviously, a dominant win, and a very – a very uh, powerful win for the Dolphins last week, so I love that they're meeting this weekend. Can this game change your opinion of the Miami Dolphins? What would it take to change your opinion of the Dolphins? It could change my opinion, I think, with the Dolphins, just because see how the game goes, the flow of the game. If they're going and they're competing, right, they're making plays, converting on third downs, you know, battling back. I, I would love to see that. I don't think that they're even better than I thought they were, right? You I, currently they, think they're better than you thought they were. If they go out there and they play well, Right, and they compete back and forth with the Bills. I would feel like they're better than I thought they were. Got you. I'm not saying they got to win the game because it's a divisional game. <laughs> Anything can happen with divisional games. You see them twice a year. You know their tendencies and et cetera. And then on Buffalo side, like they're a really, really good team. And I think they're a lot closer than what people think. I think if you look at the talent on both sides, Miami has just as much talent as Buffalo. Right. So. Buffalo's probably a better team. Excluding quarterback? Or you say even you factor I mean, quarterback? Every, everything. Like, like, Josh Allen is better than Tua. Of course. Right? So, but, but for the Dolphins, Tua is good enough to get the job done. That's all, that's all you need in football. So my thing is, if, if they go in there and they compete, and they just show me a good game, not a blowout, because you look at all the games, Buffalo, they blow out their, their two opponents. They blow them out. You come in here in this game against Dolphins, and they play well, and they play hard, and they compete, I think it would be better for all of us, our opinions about 
um, Dolphins. What would it take to change your opinion of the Dolphins? Well, Can it's, they? It's, it's ironic because I was here last week saying the Dolphins could change my opinion of them with a win against Baltimore. And they did. I was like, okay, like, y'all belong in the, I'll, I'll be honest, I was like, y'all belong in the wild card conversation. Now you get a chance to completely change that opinion because this is, this is the top dog right now. This is the team that looks like they're playing Madden. The Bills look like they need to have the difficulty cranked <laughs> up, like move that bump the bumpers up to all Madden because it's too easy for them. So if they are able to do this, it just it carries a lot of weight for me when you're able to beat a team that has staying power. Like if you can beat remember the, the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the regular season last year yeah. and it opened a lot of eyes. It matters when you can beat a team that's there year after year. Now, I'm not going to jump to conclusions because this is a beat-up Bills team. Their defense, so. the whole defense is on the injury report. They're not going to have half their secondary. So I'm not sitting here saying this will mean everything. But if you are capable of beating a team like the Bills, it, mean, it means a lot. And it will change. I mean, now I'm thinking, okay, can these guys win the division? If Absolutely. you're capable of beating Josh Allen. Yes, Truth be told, absolutely. regardless of who he has out there, then the whole world has to take you seriously. Dolphins, you got the attention of us. to so see what you do with it. Staying in the NFL. No one has taken home Terry Bradshaw's money yet. It's time. So Fox Bet Super 6 is upping the ante, increasing the jackpot to $1 million. Time to make our picks for one of the matchups. That's Ravens Patriots. Download the app now and play with us. I'm going to come out the gate first and say the Ravens rebound. Ravens by 11. Dave Hellman, where you at? I'm, I'm, I agree with you, but I'm nervous about this line. It's like two and a half, which like typically, so Vegas knows something I don't because, yeah, I've got Ravens by eight, but if Vegas thinks it's two and a half, I'm like, <laughs> what am I missing, man? Because I think it's an easy win. Yeah, I've got Ravens by three. 14. Dang. 14? Yeah. It's going to be that bad. That's bad. Why? I just think, like, they're, I mean, you watch them play. They struggle with the, the, the Steelers, right? They, they're not a good team like that. Come on. Yeah, Ray. It's, it's okay to say that about Belichick. <laughs> it's okay to say it. It's, hey, I, I'm not saying. not a good team. I agree with you, but Come when on. Vegas says the line is two Speak and up. a half, Speak I get up, nervous. Guys. Yeah, hey, Vegas did build all them oh, casinos nervous. one way or another. Well, last weekend, one Super 6 player from New York missed the jack. Oh. God, they missed the jackpot. It was so heartbreaking. Jimmy G snuck into the end zone, remember, late in the fourth quarter. And if the Niners had run out the clock instead of scoring, that person would have won $100,000. Wow. But this week, you could be the person that wins a million bucks. Don't miss out. More speak after this. I don't know if I could forgive Jimmy G for yeah, that. Yeah, you're already mad at him anyway. Yo, family, this is the wildest weekend in football. These games are the hardest to pick because you got a bunch of 0-2 teams, a bunch of 2-0 teams, but I'm going to try my best. Put 100 seconds on the clock. It is time for the 100-second sprint, shall we? Let's roll. Kicking it off with the Bears and the Texans. It's a matchup of ugly, but the prettier team, going to be the Bears. Then the Titans and the Raiders. How about a matchup of teams that need to get a win? Tennessee Titans, they're going to be the one to get it done. Chiefs, Colts. Chiefs, y'all. I don't even got to waste time talking about that. Dolphins, Bills. This is the game. This is the game. This is the game. But I'm going with the Dolphins. Get it done. Now you got the Vikings and the Lions. Vikings, un ugly loss on Monday night against the Eagles. They get revenge. Patriots, Ravens. Like Shady said, Tom Brady is not in existence anymore. The Ravens are going to get this done easily. Jets, Bengals. The Bengals got to win eventually, right? Bengals get it done. Commanders versus my Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, Carson Wentz. I got to ride with the team that paid me money, but not enough of it. How about the Panthers and the Saints? 
Baker Mayfield. Can you get it done? Can you? Please, no, you cannot. Saints win. Chargers and the Jags. Justin Herbert is questionable, but it's not questionable that the Chargers get the W. Rams and the Cardinals. Both of these teams need a win to really solidify their position in the NFC West. The Rams are going to be the one to get it done. How about the Seahawks and the Falcons? Fighting Geno Smiths. I do, in fact, believe in you. Now, I'm getting fatigued. This is probably how runners feel toward the end of a race. Packers and the Bucks. We got to talk about this one, but this is very easy to me. I never bet against the GOAT and Tom Brady. <sighs> Niners, Broncos, huge game. Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's easy. Jimmy Garoppolo gets it done, makes everybody a believer. And lastly, Dallas Cowboys and the New York Foot. Ball, Giants, Giants are going to roll. Sorry, Cooper Rush, I do believe in you, but I'm done. That's time. Where are we? Where are we? Okay. They're good. Right. They're good, buddy. Right. Did I? That looks exhausting, right. man. It is. It is. Ugh. Okay. Um, anybody get me some throat coat when we're done with this? All right. Whoa. Speaking of the great matchups, we got to hone in on the matchup of the weekend. You got to talk about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, two future Hall <clears> of <throat> Famers. But the real question isn't about their greatness. We know they're incredibly great. When I think about Fox's game of the week, I'm thinking very much so about this. What is really on the line? Who has more to prove? Who needs to win more? Is it Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Shade. That's an easy one. It's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you look at the games in the past, he beat, what, the, the, the Bears? They're, they're a bad, bad team. Terrible team. Quarterback put up 70 yards. And then they, then they lost to, what, the Vikings? Got only smacked. Only rushing four. You've so. been kind today, Shady. Uh, they got smacked by the bike. Okay, well, so. Yeah, you usually have a little more extra for the it's, Bears, That's too. true, yeah. It's 70 yards. Like, that says enough. <laughs> <laughs> Joy, who needs to win more? Is it uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I don't think, again, I don't think Tom Brady has anything to prove, but I think the Bucks, with all the injuries that they have, without Mike Evans out there, this will be a big statement when we already think that they're at the top of the NFC. It's also mostly because I really don't take the Packers that serious this yeah. year. So that I would say this would be a better win for the Bucs. Dave, very quickly, because I'm more excited about the next conversation. I mean, it, it, it's Rodgers. Just, I mean, the, the Bucs are 2-0. Brady's got reinforcements coming when Godwin and Julio and Mike Evans all come back. Like, they'll be fine even if they lose this game. The Packers cannot afford to lose. Okay, let's talk about the game between two mediocre teams that will captivate all of our attention. The Dallas Cowboys, they are 1-1. One one. The New York Giants are a surprising 2-0. Shout out to you, first-year head coach Brian Dayball. Shady McCoy, who needs to win more? Giants, Cowboys. You just said it. Brian Dayball. I'm going with them. They got to get a win. They got a 2-0 right now, and let's be honest, when the Eagles and the Giants are playing good football, it's better for football. Mm -hmm. It's better for football. Come mm -hmm. on. So I agree. Let's go. Let's go Giants. I love when the Giants are good. I think the Cowboys need to win more, though. Cowboys need to steal all the wins that they can while they are waiting for Dak Prescott to come back. Unless, you know, obviously, it's Cooper Rush. He's the future of the Dallas Cowboys. So we're, yeah, right, we're right, watching, right, we're watching right. the future of that's, America's yeah. you heard it, Jerry. You heard what in you this said. game we'll see against that. the Giants. So I just want to, like, shout out to Cooper Rush. It, it would be easy to make jokes, but my man's on the marquee, okay? And nobody, nobody ever thought that would happen. Give him his respect, Dave Hellman. Give him his respect. It's you the know. Cowboys that need it, and I'm sorry, everybody but maybe Jerry Jones knows that they're waiting on Dak Prescott. They, we said it last week. They need to steal wins. They stole one. They need to keep that rolling. Again, the Giants are 2-0. and Also, I don't, I don't believe in the Giants yet. I think the, the Cowboys need them. Dave, I got a question. Joy, I'm coming at you two directly. Shady, you were out of this one. I feel like Dave and Joy might be uh, David Letterman in that Bill Gates interview. Go back to the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. What a poll. Okay. Wow. Bill Gates was bringing up the World Wide Web. 
And David Letterman was like, sure, the World Wide Web is going to be a thing. Bill Gates was like, you just wait. I promise the World Wide Web is going to revolutionize the world. David Letterman, sure it is. Is Cooper Rush? You're comparing Cooper Rush the to World the World Wide Web. Cooper internet. Rush is Seriously? the internet. Cooper Rush is the internet. Cooper Rush is the, the internet. The greatest like development in human <laughs> one, history. One of the most one important of them. Could it be? Yeah. quarterback is going to be in the history. No franchise. No humankind. Could he not surprise the world yes. with another dub and another dub yes. and the another options, dub? Are options. you comparing the beating options. the Giants to the World Wide Web? Come on, man. Before we got to TikTok and Twitter and all the Hardly things, hyperbolic. there was like dial tone and dial. Joy, you're older than me. What was before all yes. that? Yes, I, I, yes. I lived in a time. I remember a time when the internet did not exist. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember am, a time I when Cooper in, Rush did I am in the fact that old. Yes, it is possible that Cooper Rush is as good as the internet. <laughs> I'm gonna say I have my doubts. Possible, no disrespect yeah. to Cooper yeah. Rush, but look, whatever. I, I don't. You know what? Forget it. Cooper possible. Rush is the future of the galaxy. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I bought it. You Jerry sold said it. me. Jerry already told us. Jerry that. already said it. Yeah. He got to tell us nothing that Jerry didn't tell us. <laughs> That right, like Jerry done said it. Joy gonna act like it's a brand new yeah, thought. Yeah, like Jerry ain't just right, testing. Right. Like he ain't who knows a starter. Right. He ain't who knows a starter. Yeah, like she ain't wearing Vikings colors, the same Vikings that Cooper Rush beat last year. Like, like Dak, they put up three points and he put up twenty some points. Come on now, nobody's wearing purple. Is that not? Is that no, this purple? is purple, but it's not. It's not that's not Vikings purple. purple. Oh. If you put it in the washer, that's how it would come out. This is like I Easter purple. Hate it here. I hate this conversation. <laughs> it would be great. It would be great for the Cowboys to win. Like please. It would be great for the Cowboys to win. I need my espresso martini. Look, maybe it would be a good thing. Y'all love it here. Coming up, sorry, Dave's got to stick around for one more segment. We got to take care of some family business right here at the big board. We're going to talk about everyone's favorite game next. It's Speak. I got a hot take for this one. Did you just compare? Welcome back, fam. Joy Taylor is doing her Sunday church dance. I'm not exactly sure why. But we are at the big board to talk about what games we're most excited for this weekend. Joy, talk to me. All right. I have a hot take, but I got to see what the Bengals are going to do. They can't lose again, right? I got to see if it's really this bad. Dave, where you at? I got to know. I want to be one of the only people on national TV talking about the Jags. I think they're going to beat the Chargers, and I'm excited about it. I'm going with Axon Jackson against Belichick. I'm sure he'll get the win. Tom Brady's not there, and you see what happens when he's not there. I'm with Joy. I've never been more excited to watch the Jets play because we're playing against the Bengals and Joe Burrow. That's it for us, y'all. Joy, you can go back to dancing. There it is. <laughs> See ya. Monday. That's like the Sunday dance.